The wait is over. New episodes of The Walking Dead Season 10 are premiering early February 21st on AMC+. Don't miss the extended 10th season featuring six new episodes, each focused on fan-favorite characters. Prepare for all-new high-stakes showdowns and emotional reckonings by catching up on the latest season before new episodes drop. With season binges, exclusive content, and early access to new episodes, the best Walking Dead experience is only on AMC+. Get lost in the Walking Dead universe today. Available ad-free and on demand. Sign up at amcplus.com. AMC+, only the good stuff. Hello, how you doing? I'm Craig Parkinson. You are listening to the Two Shot Podcast. Sit yourself down, pop the kettle on. We're going to have a nice old chat. Who's it with this week? I'm going to tell you right now. How the devil are you? Craig, what's going on? twice in one week well yes technically because today's thursday and this week on tuesday we uh, had hayley squires's episode which was originally slated for last thursday but we had to put it out on tuesday and not on thursday because we were embargoed by channel four to discuss anything to do with adult material which is hayley's new show which starts october 5th on channel four do make sure you watch it it's really um so that's why it's two this week but it's really not because tuesdays was last thursdays yeah i'm sorry it's very confusing isn't it look the main thing is we're back on track it's thursday it's a new episode of the two shot podcast and i'm really pleased that you're here are you well how are you doing did you enjoy hayley squires's episode isn't she great um, and yeah, I really mean it. Do watch adult material. It's only four episodes. It's vital. And it's, uh, I think it's kind of groundbreaking and shocking and funny. All the things that I said last week, I don't want to wax lyrical too much about it again. Suffice to say, I devoured it and, and loved it. And I think you will too. Now, this week... We've got two guests. It's a welcome return to one and a big hello to another. Now, you know when you hear people say, oh, they're they're such hard workers. Now, sometimes it's because people are given the opportunity or the door is open for them to work hard. Now, someone who has created his own opportunities, as you know, because he's been on before, is Mr. Jimmy Akinbola. And not one to rest on his laurels in any way. Um, A few years ago, he and our second guest, Mr. Fraser Ayres, had an idea for a panel show. And it was kind of different because it was a panel show that they hadn't seen on telly anywhere in the world. Uh, It was pitched, it was not back, but now their panel show, Sorry I Didn't Know, is going to be on primetime ITV1 and it's going to be on throughout all of Black History Month. So this episode is about failure and we talk about uh, diversity and 
why now is such a poignant time that something that we haven't seen on telly before is now on and we discussed why we haven't seen things like this on telly before and why their panel show shouldn't be put in a box or labelled. It should be for everybody. So we're going to dive in. First off, we're going to hear from the very lovely Mr Jimmy Akinbola and then Mr Fraser Ayres. I really, really hope you enjoy it. Please welcome Mr Jimmy Akinbola back to the Two Shot Podcast. Enjoy and I shall see you at the end. Um, now you might hear uh, a buzz around. I've been trying to get a fly out of my living room before we started recording, Jimmy. So for anybody listening at home, if there's a slight buzz, it's not me or Jimmy. It's uh, the damn fly. Um, now, of course, regular listeners to the podcast know that sometimes guests come back because they've got unfinished business, they've got unfinished stories that we need to discuss and dissect and delve into. Um, but this is a bit of a different one. Jimmy, this time, because, you know, in a way, yeah, it is about you, but it's about much more than that. And we all know lots and lots of people who pitch scripts for comedies, dramas, shows all the time, and they're on a pile, and they can be on a pile for a very long time. So before we... I'm also kind of, for, for people who are listening now, it's going to, it's all very cryptic, Craig. What are you talking about? Well, I think what we should do is start at the present and then go back and then we can talk about the certain struggles and pitfalls that happened. So, Jimmy, where are we right now? So, uh, where we are right now, we're in an amazing position that uh, we, next week on October, October the 6th, uh, I think it will be next week. <laughs> we are launching our new show, Sorry I Didn't Know, on ITV. It's a, a comedy panel show uh, about history, about uh, black history. And uh, Well, that's the key, it, isn't it? It's about, it is, it's about black history. Yes, it is about black history, which is all our history. You know? like black yeah. history is British history. And uh, uh, basically, uh, Minna Fraser created this idea. They, they pitched it to me while I was... Uh, on stage, I think, at the World Court. And um, I was like, yeah, that sounds like a really great idea. Are you sure it's not been done before? They well, that's, like, that's the thing. I remember when we were talking about it the other week, and I was going, well, this is, I mean, yeah, it's relevant now, but it's always been relevant. Why has this never been done before? I know, I know, I know. Um, it's bizarre, and it shows how ahead of the time we were. But I think where we are now, Craig, in the middle of like, you know, um, pandemics, you know, BLM, uh, I think we're in a place where we, we have to, or we need to be having the sort of, the difficult, the, the tricky or complicated conversation, you know? And yeah. so I, for me, during the, the difficult time in the middle of lockdown, I decided, I remember there being a lot of, There'd be a, there was a lot of calling out, Craig, of like, uh, black squares, are they enough? Hashtags, is that enough? Mm. Uh, you're, you're, that person's got more followers than that person. What are they saying about it? And it made me ask myself, what, what am I doing? What have I been doing? And I got a bit down on myself. Right. You know, I got a bit down. I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing enough. 
Because, because actually, you because you, you felt that pressure, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. I was angry. I was upset. There was there was so much going on. There was so much triggering from you know the, the, the murder of George Floyd. Plus, you've got the pandemic. The way the government are treating us. There was so much personal stuff going on going on in my life, and um, and so I was. I I said I was just a bit like, am I doing enough? I just questioned myself. You yeah. Know? And um, and there was a couple of obviously John Boyega, you know, I remember seeing that amazing you know speech he did, you know, uh, in Hyde Park. Yeah. And um, and that was that was so powerful. That's amazing. But I'm like, I'm not there. That's not what I'm gonna do. And then I remember I saw a post that he posted. And it was via somebody else talking about we've all got our own lanes, and you know, you know so. Everyone doesn't have to be doing what John's doing. Everyone doesn't have to be doing what you're doing, Craig, or what I'm doing. So just find out, give yourself that space and time. And don't worry that people are thinking, why, why, why are you not saying anything? You've been silent for two days or two hours. Take the time to, to find out what your lane is, you know? And it was just a quick little, you know, typical Instagram thing. But it really struck a chord with me. And then I think I went away and I, I came back up going, well... First of all, I need to stop being hard on myself. Me and Fraser set up Trifles Creative Network over 16 years ago. We've been helping actors get representation, get work within the industry, filmmakers, watch uh, Trifles Short Film Festival at BAFTA and the BFI. You know, we do Writer Slam, helping writers go from their bedrooms into commission, commissioners' rooms. <laughs> and we have a production company. And, you know, we're creating TV content, scripted drama and, and comedy and entertainment shows, mm. as well as documentaries. So I was like, Jim, what are you doing? Just you're doing, you've been doing this stuff before diversity and inclusion became the buzzwords. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and, and you've got the data and, you know, people in the industry to back it up. So don't be so hard on yourself, but actually Go your lead on an ITV show, Kate and Koji, alongside the amazing Brenda Blethyn. You know, you had a pilot with them four years ago. ITV, is long, along with uh, Channel 4, Sky, you know, BBC, everyone's putting their statements out. You know what I mean? This much money to diverse inclusion. Uh, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. So, Jimmy, what you do have the power to do is go and have a conversation with ITV. Yeah. And so I went away and I came back and I was like, I've got to do this. I've got to have this conversation. And it's not like a, an, an argument. It's like, let's hear me. Let me hear you. Is there a world where this show that was ready four years ago could be ready again now, you know, off the back of what, not just what you're saying, ITV, in terms of what everybody's saying and what everybody's wanting. And so, And what yeah, everybody's well, needing. Because you're, no, you're not spoon-feeding uh, people, because there's there's incredible films and there's been incredible documentaries, but it's yeah. about it's a, and which is about knowledge, because yeah. people yeah. need the knowledge that they're lacking. Yes, exactly. But you're giving that to them in a, in a different way, which yeah, is something that we have. You know, going back to what we we're talking about at the beginning, it's something we haven't seen before, which I still mm-hmm. find baffling that we haven't. It's, it's crazy we haven't, and and a, and a, and getting this kind of information across in a unapologetic celebrationary way you know we celebrate our icons our pioneers through through this game show it's it's a a no-brainer for me you know even i spoke to a 10 year old girl 
And she was like, what have you been up to? I love Kate and Cody. I was like, oh, thank you for watching. She, I was like, we're doing this comedy panel show about uh, black history. She's like, ah, oh, yeah, we do black history. It's supposed to be for a week, but we only get a day. You know, and I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, it's terrible. Even my dad tells me, you know, you know, we've got so much history here. And da, da, da. and this is a 10-year-old, I take a beautiful girl. And like, she's still seeing that at school, that there's not much being done around, you know, sort of black history. You know what I mean? And then... And then, and then I think a back to the lanes thing. Like David Olusoga is doing his thing. We love his documentaries, mm. but like, if you're not really into documentaries and that's not your thing, then you're not going to get that information, that important information, you know. And so with this game show, sorry, I didn't know. We're able to really go there via comedy to highlight facts and truth mm. that unfortunately being ignored or marginalized for whatever reason. Like, great my. My big example, even if you look at like TV, sometimes they'd be like, oh, the best 50 shows in the last 30, 40 years. You know? And sometimes I watch those, those programs like that might be on IT or, or Channel 4, and I'm like, the lack of diversity in the shows. Do you know what I mean? And there's some, there's some gems. There's not much, but there are some gems. And I'm like, why is that not in the, why is that not in the list? Yeah. You know? And then if you flip that and go, oh, how can you, you know, yeah, all right, Dunkirk was a good movie, you know, but like, like, you know, 2018, 2017, like, where are, like, these regiments where we've got official pictures of mm-hmm. Asian and black people, you know, coming together to fight the war? And, and, and we just thought, well, if we switch that and put all this knowledge, all this history that needs to be heard, needs to be seen, Within, within games, you know what I mean, then what a brilliant and yet simple and powerful, important uh, format and show, you know? My thing, Craig, is like, I remember you, as a fan, you might sit down on everybody will watch Who Wants to Be a Millionaire or, or Blockbusters or Catchphrase yeah. or whatever, you know, uh, Countdown. And, and no matter what age you are, everybody can chip in with the answer, yeah? So my... And our ideal scenario with our show is the same thing. Doesn't matter if you're black, white, Asian, 15, 12, yeah. 22, 68. You know, if you know the answer, then we want you to be interacting with the show at home and chipping in. And then also we want you to be like, what? I did not know that. Yeah, I was going to say, because then if you don't know it, you go, what? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but, that, and, but, and, but isn't that the same with all sort of game shows and panel shows, it's exactly the same format. It's exactly and the same. the amount of quiz shows... I mean, sometimes I watch... Uh, do you ever watch Only Connect on BBC Two? Uh, I is, have not watched that one yet. It's no. Victoria Corrin Mitchell hosts it. And if I get one question right, I, I consider myself a winner because it is, <laughs> it is so difficult. But I've learned loads from... Yes. Because you just it just it slowly starts to sink in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and it's the and it's the best way. And also that thing of it's a mainstream show for mainstream audiences. It's for all of us as well. Do you know what I mean? It's that thing of you know just because you might hear that oh a show comedy panel show about black history doesn't mean it's it's not for you if you're not black. It's for everyone. You know yeah. that the whole point of the show is that this is a part of the history. You know we're just bringing out the bits that unfortunately. Are, are getting lost or, or, or ignored, and, uh, or, or, and or or having a day or just a week at school being taught. Yeah. Where it's like, 
if it's if if history is part of the curriculum, it's part of the curriculum. Full stop. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And the specific. Let's not just talk about slavery. <laughs> because let's there's so much more. So much more. There's so much more. And so we are doing that throughout. And a lot of the the games, the questions are are about uh, British Black British history. Uh, but we there's some where we do acknowledge, you know, the impact of uh, American history as well. Yeah. You know? um, but also, it's that thing where the DNA DNA of our show, Craig, is great because it's a, you know, whether you like the term or what, it's a fame-led production company, you know, uh, me, Fraser, and, and, and Minnie. Uh, you know, I'm the, the Stephen Fry in the chair. <laughs> How is that? You know, because, that- you know, we know you as an actor on the telly and stage, but to be a, a host... Is is a, a different skill set altogether, Craigie. It's. I mean, I like I, that. I, I like it. that. No one calls me Craigie anymore. That's yeah, fine. Sorry, sorry, no, 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 sorry, no. Sorry, no. Sorry. I, I, I like it. Only my goddaughter <laughs> ever calls me that when she was about three. But carry on. I love it, Jimmy. Please, uh, Craigie. Uh, it's mate. It's probably. I loved it, and yet it was one of the hardest things I've done for these reasons. Right, a couple of reasons. There's multiple actually, but the ones that pop in my head are trying to control two amazing team captains that are Judy Love and Judy I could do is a nightmare mate honestly it's the hardest job I've ever had yeah but it was the most fun I'd ever had you know and you're right to, and you're being yourself and you're you're hosting I'm sort of like the straight guy I'm trying to keep all the bits together but Craig the joy when I'm looking out there going look how we flipped everything you know you've got me in the chair You've got two women as team captains, not as the replacements because the other guy is busy this week. Like they are the, the regular captains, which crops and up again and again, again and again. Again, yeah, again. And then we just flip all the tropes. So you've got me, you've got them as the captains, and then we mix and match our guests that come in, and 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 we've just flipped everything. We've just flipped everything, and uh, and so it was. It was hard, but I was felt so proud, Craig, because I just realised that this is a this is a moment of history in some ways, you know. And and it was, you know, it's excellent. It's black excellence. It's you've got we've got some amazing guests. I don't want to say their names on here because I, I feel like I ruin it. But you won't believe the, the amazing guests that were eager to be on the show. I was going to say and, you must have had them lining up to be honest, because this is something you know. As you said, this is a part of history because yeah, it yeah. hasn't been done before. It hasn't been done before. And, you know, I remember we spoke a few years ago about, you know, gatekeepers and constantly knocking on the door and people challenging your ideas. But now someone's, you know, you've put this to ITV and they're taking it and running with it. And hopefully they, and I'll come on to this in a minute, hopefully that they let you have the control that you needed to put across what you wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think they did. They did, and uh, you know we're in the edit at the moment. And you know what? It, I really the fact that they were two hundred percent behind us. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I feel that that was very important because there is a version of doing it, and your your hands are tied in some ways. Mm-hmm. You know? And that, it wasn't like that. Um, I think uh, we're hoping that. We are part of the change. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's in some ways ITV. 
they've been out the gates the quickest, Craig, in terms of uh, action. Do you know what I mean? Tangible outcome. You know, yeah. There's a lot of you know, like they've they've they did they have short films. They've got our show. They've got Alison Hammond doing something. They've got Charlene White doing like they are putting their money where their mouth is. Yeah. You know, and um, and you know, I think the next thing obviously is the sustainability of like let's not just let this be a, a phase over October. It's like let's make sure something like our show does come back mm-hmm. and, it, and it does sit alongside all the other great shows like QI, Have I Got News For You and, you know, League of Our Own and Question of Sport and it's just, it's, and it knows itself and people can t- jump in and jump out of it uh, because because it'll be a shame if it just gets stuck just to October. Yeah, know? of course. You know? Because um, then, then otherwise, oh, what we feel, you know, we've just become some sort of box that's been ticked. And it's, and I know from our past conversations, it isn't about that with you. It never has been. No, 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 no. This is a, an entertainment show that's much needed, Craig, much, uh, really much overdue, overdue. And, and actually it's filling an important gap. Do you know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's, there's nothing else in this space, you know? And, um, and we, we want it, to trigger that next wave of different type of not only entertainment shows but different scripted you know comedies and dramas and 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 let's let's really if we are about change then let's really see that in the next things that are coming forward you know and uh and uh i just i just can't wait for people to see it and just to get join us on the journey and just to to laugh have fun but also be surprised with the amount of history that we don't hear about yeah. on our TVs, uh, let alone at schools, you know, unless you go searching and looking for it. And now, because of course we talk about, you know, breaking down barriers all the time. What you'll have done here is hopefully you'll have inspired somebody else to, to, to come forward and go, well, They've, the, do- the door seems to be open there, so hopefully I can take my idea because I've been sitting on this for years. Yeah. Yeah. And also it kind of begs the question now, and this is certainly not me uh, pointing the finger in any way, but why, why was it dismissed four years ago? Um... <laughs> I mean, good. No, no, no. It's, it's, I tell it, you, no. It's it, a good look, question. if I don't ask the question, somebody else is going to. You it's know, a good because question, it needs. Craig. That's. It's interesting for me. It, why? Because the industry was still the same. It hadn't changed. It was still the same that it had been over the last 40, 30 years. That that. You know the. Uh, the gatekeepers, the the people that are able to say yes or no, knowingly or unknowingly, they they were just doing the same thing. Uh-huh. They were, you know, they were not being open to something like this, which was a, 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 a no-brainer. And not just because we created it, because there's nothing else like it, you know. And so it's a good question just because it's, it's what we're talking about, right? System, yeah. institutionalized systemic racism. You know, if if things, the statements that have been said recently, they've always been said. You know, you know, you 
I spoke to Charlie Hansen the other day. He's he's he he did something in the eighties about this. You know, Norman Beaton has. You know, yeah. you know George Harris and Earl Cameron. So why has everything stayed the same throughout all these years? Like we can go back to the seventies. You know, because there's that that thing of like, well, let's say something. Let's 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 make a statement or let's make one little thing. You know, in isolation. And then we'll put the plaster over it and then we'll just go back to what we're doing. Again, knowingly or unknowingly. So when we presented it, you know, we, I thought we had a great chance. You know, it was the most watched pilot. It's something different. But there was another part of me that was like, are you surprised yet? This is not just about the channel. This is the industry. You know, this was 2016. This is still on the, off the back of people calling out for more diverse content on screen, more representation behind the camera. You know, people having to move countries to America to have the career that their talent deserves. So it it was turned down because of all those things and also with statements like, you know, it's not, it's not right for our audiences, you know? And it's like, well, if we can all watch... The office, <laughs> I may destroy you. <laughs> yeah, you know, in the long run, <sighs> like I can go on. Man, like Mobeen, it's like them. Why can't we all watch a comedy panel show? <laughs> that's 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 diverse from the, from top to the bottom, and and inclusive and and funny, and and when there's nothing else like it, and and I just think it's a people always like, why four years? And I'm just like, I appreciate it. I appreciate the frustration and a little bit of anger of people, but I'm also going, well, this is, I'm not that surprised. Come on, this is how it is. This is how it is. This is how it's been for a long while. But it, it, it's, yeah, it's how it is. It's how it shouldn't be. And it, and it how, I mean, we spoke about change last time, didn't we? Did. We? we did. And what, how many years was that, Craig? Three years ago or two years ago? Two and a... It was early on, so maybe two years ago. Okay. okay. Are you, between now and then, are you slowly starting to see more change? Because um, let's just say... Just... Because the show was knocked back four years ago. If the panel show was knocked back, there would be no way something like Kate and Koji would have been piloted or series or even greeting it for a series two surely yeah i know i hear you, you know? i hear you i hear you i hear you i hear you um yeah <laughs> i hear you i hear you i mean off the back of doing k and koji that really even what that show represents you know in terms of a comedy you know me and brendan being the lead but obviously there is, there is a political side to that. I was going to well. say, oh, quite serious subject matters serious underneath subject, the laughter. Yeah. And I knew that before I said yes to the job. I didn't know Brenda was on it, but I was a bit like, oh, you know, I, I trust Andy and Guy, but I was like, this is, we have to be careful. Do you know what I mean? It has to be done right. And, uh, and, but also, it needs to be told, especially now off the back of Brexit and the type of you know, conversations that have been going on, you know, and, 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 and the way that certain groups are feeling empowered to say certain things. I was like, this needs to go on. This needs to happen. And uh, and I 
And I said to myself, I need to be a part of it. Because yeah. actually, this type of show is also within line of something. Like, sorry, I didn't know what we're doing. Do you know what I mean? It, it, it's important. It's an important story. He's not being laughed at. You know, we're getting the other side. But also, it's a, it's a comedy on a, on a mainstream channel. You know? How can you really help to affect change if you're constantly sidelining certain projects or putting them on late, late o'clock at 1am so nobody can see them? You know, this was, this was bang, like, I think it was 7 o'clock, it was 7.30 or, you know, prime right. time. And, and everybody was tuning in. And, um, and yet, that helped me, Craig, when we talk about, you know, I'm always trying to get in the rooms, but it really helped me to go, look, well, I'm proud of that. And we've got, we've got a season two. We already had a season two before sort of I spoke to IDV, but I was like, off the back of that, off the back of where we are in the world, off the back of this, this pilot, we've, already, we've watched the pilot, like you've enjoyed it. I'm constantly being asked about it every year since we did the pilot. Yeah. During my press run for, for in the long run, I'm constantly being asked about it. On social media, it's, it's all blowing up. So it's just like, well, look, are we about change or are we not? And, and, and also our collaborative change, you know? So yes, let us have our control, but let's do this together. Yeah. Let's treat this like every other great show, you know, with the, with the support, the money and the focus. And let's make this uh, another successful ITV show. You know? And um, really, I'm just glad that they were positive and I'm... Uh, it warms my heart that we're able to bring it back. Do you know what I mean? Because we could get caught up in the, why did it take so long? But also, if we did that, you phrase a minute, we wouldn't be doing the work that we do because the amount of rejections <laughs> that we've had over the years, sure. all different forms, that we just got to get on with this and, and celebrate it. And, and you know... Because otherwise, otherwise, you know, you're just dragging all that around with you and it's yeah. just going to weigh you down. And then yeah. that's... That's when yeah. the bitterness can creep in. There you go. There <laughs> you, know? you go. There you go. There you go. And again, change and representation, that they're our key things, you know. We we don't want to just be talking, Craig. I think I said this on the last podcast. I was like, when I moved to LA for a bit, I was just like, how many panels are there about diversity and inclusion? And I'm looking at the panels and half the panels don't have people that are doing that work on the you know, on the ground, like yeah. light rifles or open door and whatnot. You know, and uh, it's it is simple. Just do it. You might make some mistakes, but if you, within the doing, you will get there. Do you know what I mean? Do the work. Don't just talk about it. And um, and I think that's that's we've always been like that. You know, we've always been like that. And we're sorry, I didn't know we'd already done the work as the pilot. <laughs> so we don't have to have discussion about. It. We don't need to pitch it. It's like there it is. Do you want to do it or not? Yeah. And, uh, it's great that. They've picked this up, and this is a it's a it's a proud moment in our lives. And but we put it alongside some of the actors that we've helped in terms of change their careers and get them agents, and some of the writers now that have got you know writing careers, and some of the filmmakers that have gone on to do features or had their short films shown on Channel Four, etc. And, and uh, but it's the next step for us, Craig. It's like. We at Trifles Creative Network over 16 years, it's grown and grown and grown. People gravitate towards it. What is this to me? What is it? I tell them, I was like, sign up, get involved. It's free. It's not about 
uh, making money off the talent. It's about the industry paying for it, you know. And then the next step, though, Craig, when I was talking to you, is that we was we started setting up Dandy Diversity and Inclusion uh, Recruitment uh, uh, Support Service for production companies and broadcasters. And so, Craig, what a beautiful thing where we've created a show. We're able to put someone like Chizzy Akadulu in it that you know, got a whole city role for doing monologue slam. Yeah. We've got Jordan Pitt and Chris Cole that do short films for us and, and film our, our content. They're like, you know, our floor managers and, you know, part of our crew. You know, you know you've know, you got me, Fraser Mini, executive producers. You've got me hosting. You know, we're able to, to, to call in people that have supported us over the years as well, big name actors and whatnot. And, and also... Within the crew, for, sorry, I, I didn't know, we was able to crew it all the way up from our support service, Dandy, which is basically, in a nutshell, it's a recruit service for diverse, inclusive uh, talent, you know, behind behind the camera. Yeah. You know? And that's not just, you know, black people, it's like everybody from different, different demographics. Of course, of course. But if you don't have that access, then how are you going to get these opportunities? That's always been our ethos. And so we've always been trying to be that bridge. But over the years, we've had a lot of emails from certain people. Can you give us your list of all your people from your network who do this? And it's like, we've been working hard for this. <laughs> <laughs> we can give you this, but if you go to dandy.org.uk, you can see the services that we supply and you can pay for that. And then, yes, we can help you get a great DOP, great uh, heads of departments or newcomers, runners. Like, you know, we can supply you someone that's been in the business and they're, they're forgotten, mm. uh, and, and, and they're an ignored generation. Just like David Olusugar said at, uh, at the uh, McTaggart, right? And, and we're about both ends, the top end and the entry level, you know? So whatever you want, we can do that. And, and it's nice that within our show, we was able to do that and crew up our production, you know? And again, we've got a great crew shot. Craig, you know, there's been that thing, show us your, show us your crew shot, you know? <laughs> it's all men, it's all men, no women. <laughs> and, and we're really proud of it. And it, it, it's not a PR thing, it's that it just represents how we've always worked. Me and Fraser would always be, in the early days of Facebook, come to our events, and everyone would be like, oh, is it just a black thing? It's like, what? Just because it's, just because it's two mates <laughs> trying to plug their event. No. And then you would come and it'd be all, sort, all sorts of people there. Be it, you know, Jeremy Zimmerman, one end, Sarah Hughes, James Corden, Ben Wishaw, Eamon Walker, Clint Dyer. Like, we're all friends. We're all in the industry together. And, and, and it was nice that that was the early days. And now here we are continuing that ethos. But while we're producing an ITV1 entertainment show. Well, I'm sure it won't be too long before we're all listening to you give the McTaggart lecture at some point, Jim. <laughs> um, but until then, brilliant to have you back on, and I'm so pleased that we could support the show, and uh, we'll be giving it a big plug. But uh, until I see you in the flesh, you take Great. care, my friend. Thank you so much. Thank you for always supporting, and uh, yeah, I can't wait to catch up on some more of my, my podcasts. We'll speak to you soon. Take care, Jamie. Thanks Take for coming care, on, man. All Take care. Bye-bye. Cheers. Thank you. Fraser, it's so lovely to have you on the podcast because obviously your name uh, was tripped off Jimmy's tongue two years ago. 
because it was uh, we were talking about um, Triforce and <laughs> you two as friends and what you've created. Uh, but obviously now we're talking about this panel show. And, mm. I mean, congratulations for starters. Thank you. And Thank you. I'm so pleased that ITV got behind it. But what we haven't touched on with Jimmy was the origins of how, how it started. Because, I've said, I mean, I said to Jimmy um, just not so long ago that I'm kind of baffled that something <laughs> like this hasn't been done before. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting one. It's an interesting one. For, it basically, it, it came from my fevered mind. Um, I have a bit of a thing about, as I'm sure Jimmy's spoken about, you know, diversity and inclusion. That's very much what we do at Triforce. Yeah. And for me, an awful lot of the time when you see what is known as black content, it's parceled off, it's separated, it's segregated. And, you know, for instance, we, we don't call QI a black quiz show, a, a white quiz show. Of course, sorry, yeah. you know, we, we don't call, you know, Only Fools and Horses a white sitcom. But, you know, Desmond's is very much a black sitcom. In the long run is very much a black sitcom. And I, I think that at some point we need to, like, further that conversation about that definition of things. Because what ends up happening is, is that you have an awful lot of broadcasters making what they consider to be black content, which tends to lack an awful lot of authenticity. Yeah. And then the white audiences aren't getting what they want from it. So kind of neither party is served. But I think there is a commerciality and openness that needs to happen, which can be exhibited quite clearly by things such as like Black Panther. Sure. Black Panther isn't a black action film. It's just an action film, yeah. but it happens to be centered on, you know, black actors, black culture, you know, as the derivatives. So for me, it's about opening that conversation. And I'd been thinking about what that kind of content looks like for quite some time. And then we were talking to ITV um, as part of, you know, this was four years ago. Yeah. And for me, I wanted to make a panel show. That was about black history, was primarily black people on screen, but at its core, it's a panel show. Why a panel show, Fraser? Because for me, one, you get lots of comedy. I think there's, again, going back to this black content, most of the content that we see, it's all about our angst, our trauma, our oppression, when there is so much to celebrate, our kings and queens and our inventors. And for me, a panel show really is indicative of a format that we all instantly recognise, just like Black Panther. You know, we recognise that world. So you could put those characters inside it, but we know it from the Avengers. We know it from Marvel. We know it from Disney. Uh -huh. And a panel show, you know, we have hundreds and hundreds of them. And for me, that format really does sum up what just normal content is. It's what we see two, three times a day on our TV. And for me, I want to know why, you know, QI doesn't, highlight black inventors i want to know why qi doesn't have many black guests you know and when you're drilling down we're talking asian guests we're talking indian guests we're talking female you know it's yeah. always you know it's usually kind of one kind of person that we're seeing so for me the panel show really summed up that 
if you can nail that and show that format with our content, then you've kind of, you, you've broken the back of it, so to speak. Um, and so that was the real drive to making a panel show about black history and the celebration of that heritage. And also, you know, our educational system doesn't highlight a lot of these things. Well, exactly. You know, I mean, I was kind of, you know, shocked to learn from Jimmy when he was talking to a 10 year old girl who was a, a mm. fan of Kate and Cozy and, she said, "Oh, we we only had a day for Black History Week yep. this year." Yeah, and you know, actually, the government yesterday put out a statement about changing the curriculum, and there will be a, a stopping in victim narratives. Yeah, which basically means we can't talk about colonialism, we can't talk about invasions, we can't talk about any of that thing. And it's actually, if you have a look at it, it's really scathing what they've. Um, put basically into law yesterday and for me you know it's it's easy to other people when we don't know them or we don't see them and the only time that we see people they're criminals or they're nicking our jobs or they're beating our women or whatever it is of course um or it's very easy to 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 tick a box for any sort of channel but then to put it on at you know half past one in the morning mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. Oh, oh, there's going to exactly. be, there's going to be no audience really, but it's just mm-hmm. to say, well, I think you'll find we did do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, you're getting into that thing again of then that doesn't serve anybody. Exactly. You know, white people aren't watching that stuff and black people aren't tuning in either. So no one's being served, but like you say, it ticks a box. And I think one of the interesting things, obviously, you know, the reason we've, this commission has come about at this particular time is is where we find ourselves in society. But it's really interesting. You know, Channel 4 are doing things. BBC are doing things. Everyone's doing things. But an awful lot of people are, a lot of broadcasters or organisations are repeating the same mistakes. And actually, God bless ITV. They're, they put proper budget behind it. They changed how they operated logistically so that they could work with a fledgling company like us. They've given us a great slot. They've given us a series. It is ITV one, not some parceled off channel or, you know, we've seen a lot of commissioning and of a, of a lot of shorts. Mm. You know, and there's been call outs which haven't been very, very nice asking for the black trauma, <laughs> that kind of thing. And yeah. then giving people very little money and a crappy slot at one in the morning to do a little short about mining the black pain. And, you know, ITV1 have gone, okay, let's do a proper big show that we'd give the support that we'd give any of our big shows. And for me, that really is very different in how they're approaching this particular problem. Very different. I mean, that's seen in that's pro- 30 years. That's proper support, Fraser, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's not really saying... Yeah, of course we'll commission it, but it's going to be on IT, ITV3 at this certain time. Yeah. Um, we won't really publicise it. Yeah, um, exactly. So then it means that people have got to really mine to try and find this. Yeah. And it's just it going to, and it'll just get lost. Whereas what ITV are doing, they're putting it front and centre, as you said, mm-hmm. will give it just as much heat as we would give any other show. Absolutely. And they've done that across the board. You know, they've given us support to their legal, uh, their financials. They've also, in terms of the PR that they're doing, the press is, you know, we're in Waitrose magazine with this. 
Now, wow. if that's not just as mainstream as you get with that, and that's ITV pushing that, you know? It doesn't get so, more white middle class than, <laughs> the, than the, the Waitrose the, magazine, the, let's be honest. Absolutely, you know? And it's not parceled off. It is... They, they, they're making it part of their viewing and they're part of their audiences. And for me, that's really, really exciting because, like I say, there are a lot of broadcasters who aren't quite getting it right right now in terms of their messaging or repeating the same mistakes. So, you know, all praise and kudos to ITV, really. And it must be a very proud moment as well, as well as being such an exciting time, Fraser. And I'm not mm. just saying that because of, you know, the doors that have been slammed in your face in the past and certainly four years ago with this, you know, this exact same idea. But especially now, it's, mm. it's, it seems to be more relevant than ever to, to bring this knowledge to mainstream telly. Well, again, we get into a beautiful argument of, you know, the kind of Ouroboros, the, the, the cart and the horse. And actually, if this content had been on our screens 10 years ago, would we still be facing the same rise in fascism would we still be facing the same violences and you know it, it's the lack of representation that is leading to a lot of people believing what they read in their paper or you know taking on their fear as opposed to actually oh my goodness we're all just human and black white asian yeah. male female actually we're all pretty much cut from the same damn cloth <laughs> yeah and also it's history yeah. full stop it's history yeah. mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Mm. And and for me, that's an important thing as well. It's, you know, the, 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 it's, it's about that knowledge that we don't know and the contributions. It's easy to look at a people, whoever they are, and go, well, they're taking, taking, taking because our media tells them. But also our media and our education isn't telling you what has been given, what happened after that immigration, what happened, what was created, what was built in this country, the sacrifices that were made in the war by people who weren't from this country, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so actually that information about, you know, we are actually all in it together and people from ethnic minorities have actually been part of that fabric, been part of that history. Mm. It's just not talked about. And so again, hopefully that information gets out there and, we don't see these things coming up that, you know, there were no black people in World War One or World War Two. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, there really was, mate. <laughs> there really was. Yeah, my, yeah, Jimmy and myself did touch on uh, on Dunkirk um, yeah, a while yeah. ago. <laughs> so, so, for all intents and purposes, there was a huge gap in the market for mm. this type of panel show that should be on our screens. That's, yeah. that's, that's it. And... To have a panel show, because what you touched on before, they're on all the time. Mm. They get, you know, sometimes very similar guests do the panel show rounds, and you see them on a lot yeah. of shows. This is going to be different, though. Mm-hmm. We're not, you know, we're not going to be seeing returning guests that are going to be on um, 8 out of 10 Cats, Does Countdown, and Would I Lie to You, and doing those rounds, are we? No, no. Well, although we do, we do have them again, you know, we're, we're all about inclusion. So for me, it was, it was important to have, you know, a white voice on a black panel show, so to speak. Do you know what I mean? So we do have in each episode, we have a wonderful guest. And I mean, we have incredible guests who have done that and you'll, and you'll know them from nine out of eight out of 10 cats. You'll know them from that thing, but everybody else that you see are the great and good of Britain. 
Do you know what I mean? That are often not given the shots on those panel shows. Well, that's and... that's it. That's what that's ideally what myself and I know a hell of a lot of other people would want to see. Mm. Absolutely, the talent's there. Yeah, and of it's course, incredible. and you know a lot of the talent that we've got on get more viewing, get more viewing figures online than these channels could ever hope to get <laughs> for any of their shows. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And the work that they do and the people who are doing the comedy clubs and the people who have been grinding it out or the people that meet, like me and you chuck around on Facebook and go, have you seen this person? And we always look at that person and get those laughs and go, why is this person not famous? Yeah. So that's what the show's for. And it's a real mix. So we have new talent that is fresh and doing those kind of things. But then we also have incredible people, for instance, such as Colin Salmon. Right. Brilliant. You know, it doesn't really get much bigger than that, you know, in terms of prestige and, and, and that. And, you know, and he's not a comedian. He's, you know, he's an actor, but he understands the work and wants to become a part of it. And again, for us, you know, there's a whole conversation about black excellence, Right. And again, when we go to that tokenized work, some, an awful lot of the time, there's still an element of tomfoolery when talking about black worlds. You know, it seems to be kind of the lowest common denominator, something easy to lean into. And actually, with this show, you know, it's very funny, very riotous, you know, and there's lots of silliness going on. But it's not at the expense of anybody's culture or beliefs. Yeah. It, and so people like Colin Salmon and, you know, our other guests that have come in on, you know, we, we have Sean Wallace, the dark destroyer right. from the chase, <laughs> you know, we, you know, there is real black, you know, one of the most intelligent men on the planet, full stop, let alone black intelligent men, yeah. you know? And so again, you'll see not just that tomfoolery, but that black excellence, you know, the people that have given, the people that have shared, the people that have enriched all our lives, be it through the historical facts or the guests on the panel that have enriched our lives through their entertainment, you know, showing people, you know, it's out there. And Fraser, we've touched on the talent, uh, whether they have, you know, a great back catalogue of work or their brand new talent being pushed and helped and nurtured. Mm-hmm. But what about behind the scenes? How important was it for you to have a good balance behind the screen? Whether they're, <laughs> you know, you know, the boom ops, their cameramen, mm-hmm. their makeup, HODs, the lot. Yeah, it's essential, mate. It's yeah. just essential. Um, you know, with Triforce, we set that up fifteen years ago, and it's a fully inclusive organisation. And you know, we've been banging this drum about talent for 15 years you know we did monologue slam for actors writer slam for writers you know helped and altered the trajectory of you know tens of thousands of people Mm -hmm. you know we see them on our screens we see their projects that they've written and doing all that and so a couple of years ago um tapping into this network of over sixty thousand people across the uk we set up dandy dandi diverse and inclusive and that's purely focused on behind the camera And in the last two years, we've placed over 400 people into work, not schemes, not projects, not more training, actual real work. And so as a production company, you know, we come to make this. And for us, it's very easy, mate. And our production photo is, you know, and it will be going out. We're very proud of it. And it's not that difficult to 
crew inclusively. Now, I say that because, you know, we're also in charge of this dandy network and we're working with over 40 production companies and different broadcasters mm. to give people jobs and do all of that. And so it was actually a really good opportunity for us to show firsthand with our own production, mitigating all those risk things that exist in our industry and go, look, this is what it looks like. And it looks beautiful. Uh, it looks great. It looks fantastic. And I was talking to um, our cameraman, incredible guy, and we were having a conversation. And it's not that we did anything different, brother. What happened was we actually took something away. And what it was was we took away that tension that we as diverse creatives, whether it be behind the camera or in front of it, actually hold on every job even unconsciously. Right. And it's when we walk into the room and we're the only one. Mm -hmm. And it's just something that we hold and carry on and get on with. And on our set, we all walked in, whether you're on camera or the thing, and you're not the only one. All of a sudden, it's just a, it's just a level field, you know? And for us, that was really important to do that and show that. And again, you know, with Dandy, we, we have a, a lot a lot of partners um but more and more coming on each week you know hearing what we're doing and hopefully they'll see this production and see that you know there's no reason why an exec an hod a head of camera a lighting guy a director a series director why they have to be from the same stock of the usual suspects yeah do you know what i mean yeah i mean it must have we talk about this is you know we're talking about history with the panel show but you're kind of changing history a bit here. <laughs> and also you walk on, you, you talk about walking on set now, then during the panel show and it's, it's a level playing field. It's not mm. something that you see all the time. That must've been quite an emotional time. It, 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 do you know what, mate? It really, really was. It's not often we get that. And again, it's, it wasn't a hundred percent black crew. That's not, that's not my aim. That's not my goal. That's not how I feel the conversation can be had. No, but it's, I, I'm, t you but, know, I'm quoting but, you, but, but a no, level playing field. Exactly. But 90 to 95% were, um, from diverse backgrounds. But the interesting thing was the white people who were working on it, didn't feel like they were being ousted. They didn't feel like they were the minority. They felt part of the thing as well. And I think part of that larger conversation about, you know, representation and people feeling left out, actually, if you increase the diversity of your crews, it's okay. Everyone then has a good time. You're not kind of replacing one for another. ACAST recommends more podcasts, more episodes, more great shows. Keep listening to hear a show we recommend. This is Sarah. And this is Beth. And we are Pantsuit Politics, a podcast about the news, politics, and our democracy. We come together every week to process the news and try to separate our emotional reactions to the headlines from the values that inform our lives. Paying attention to the news matters, whether you ever run for office or not. Being engaged in our communities and world matters to all of us. So on each episode of Pantsuit Politics, we're asking, how can we be better citizens? And we think it begins with understanding our own perspectives and the perspectives of others with clarity and respect. It begins with what we call grace-filled political conversations. And we hope you'll join us. ACAST, A -cast, A -cast recommends. recommends.
you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. And and it is a very proud moment for us. And, you know, to be honest, I'm still quite shocked after four years of coming up with it, you know, before that this is still the only comedy panel show in the world about black history. In the world? Because I was going to talk to you about... In the world, mate. About it's America. Ridiculous. It's absurd. There is no comedy show about black history you know we have all these panel shows about everything we have even panel shows about lying to each other <laughs> you know they run the gamut mm. but there isn't there is no black one about history but this is know? this is it now this is a mold so this this is something that you could pick up and you could take to any other country well because you've proved you've proven that, that you know this this is going to work itv are behind it yeah, exactly, exactly. And actually what's happened, you know, there's going to be lots of announcements over the next few weeks, but we've already been approached by America, by the Netherlands, by several territories who want the format. And we're having those conversations at the moment. So again, that that change in tide isn't just in the UK, it's globally, you know, and that's very exciting. The idea that you will get to see this show and, you know, in Holland, they'll do... <laughs> Holland history and in America, they're going to do, you know, African-American yeah. history and, you know, spread that word around. That That's very exciting to us, very exciting. Fraser, this is incredible. I'm sure everybody listening cannot wait to watch. Uh, massive congratulations and thanks so much for coming on. You take Absolute pleasure, brother. You, thank you very much for the time. You take care of yourself. All the best, man. Thank you. All the best. episode is done and always a joy to welcome back Jimmy and you know on here that even with Hades from last week it's not that I people come on here to plug their shows or films or whatever it is it's not about that you know it isn't about that it's always about the person but why I took so heavily on adult material last week and um, Jimmy and Fraser's panel show this week is because it's got something different to say it's got something important that we should be discussing so it's just about um opening up the conversation and i hope this does and i really hope that you watch sorry i didn't know it's going to be on i think the 6th of october on itv but the ITV are really getting behind it and um, there's a lot of publicity about it. So uh, let's get involved and support our friend Jimmy and Fraser. So uh, until next week, I think we're pretty much done. You know where to get involved with us. We are on all the social medias at Two Shot Pod. Send us your messages. We are on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. If you want to drop us an email, as people do, it's twoshotpod at gmail.com. Um, yeah, well, look, get your umbrellas up and um, get your thermostat turned up. And until next week, I've been Craig Parkinson, he's been producer Griff, and this has been the Two Shot Podcast. Take care, look after yourself, keep warm, wear a mask. The Two Shot Podcast is presented by me, Craig Parkinson, recorded and produced by Thomas Griffin for Splicing Block. Our music, our brilliant music, is courtesy of Then Thickens. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>